Hello, friends. You're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the head table. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> that eye contact right before I couldn't handle <laughs> Hello. How are you? I am good. How are you? Good. Why did my voice just go up like three levels there? I don't know. I feel like... Mare's got some fancy new headphones on, and I feel like you can hear yourself better than before, <laughs> so, so it's gonna... freaking you out. And Allie's got a beautiful new microphone. You She's know, got it's... a stand. Yeah, because my posture is horrible. As I'm sitting over here, like, hunched over this microphone. I know, that's why I can't do it. My back. What if I hold it up the whole time? Be like Britney Spears. Do you feel like you're... Your levels will be weird if you're moving around. I'm a very hand gestury person when I talk, so that's why I couldn't hold on to it. I feel like I would be moving it around everywhere. Just like smack it in, into your face or something. Exactly. What's so, up? So, today... Your... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> today is a little bit different. We are doing a solo-ish episode yes so it's just Allie and I today just us girls I know we have decided to do these every once in a while to I don't know just chit chat not have to be interviewers and just kind of talk about different wedding things stuff going on in our lives yeah just kind of explore different aspects of weddings wedding industry that kind of stuff so but yeah, what are you drinking today? We're both drinking tea. I'm drinking tea. I, as you know, have been under the weather for the past like week, and I've gotten a COVID test. I don't have COVID. We have been staying home. We didn't do anything this weekend, and I just can't kick it. So hopefully, I, if I'm able to rest before this weekend, I'll feel better because I have a wedding this weekend. Are you excited? Yes. How many more weddings do you have for the rest of the year? Four. Four? Mm-hmm. I thought I had five, but I have four. Yeah. Are they mostly in November or December? Two in November, two in December. One yeah. in Mexico, just to remind you again. Yes. I'm going to come look at your cats. <laughs> I know. Not look, look at your cats. <laughs> You're just, just going to walk in and like, hello, Arno. How was your wedding this weekend? It was good. Yeah. Good? I mean, mm-hmm. it was on Halloween and it was a full moon, full blue moon. So they Crazy. were making jokes t- about like you only get married twice once in a blue moon oh nice oh yeah because they had a Mm -hmm. they they did a smaller ceremony earlier this year um because of covid and everything and then (laughs) nobody (laughs) likes covid no so yeah that's good i decorated christmas as you can see yes i i pulled up and i parked outside and I saw Allie's Christmas tree in her front window. Mm-hmm. It's so pretty. Thank you. I It felt weird because this morning when I went to Hy-Vee, I was pulling out of my driveway and it was still dark out and you could see the Christmas tree lit up, but you could still see the bats on the outside <laughs> of the house. And Did I you was take like, them down? Yeah, I took them down okay. today. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put up Christmas lights this week because it's like a high of 70 something. Yeah, it's really awesome. I have a wedding um, here in Des Moines on Friday. Oh, I love a Friday mm-hmm. wedding. Yeah, and a couple of weeks ago we were talking about like, well, what are we oh. going to do for photos if it's cold outside? But I just talked to him yesterday and like, it's supposed to be like 65 I on know. Friday. And so. the past weekend wasn't too bad either. Like mm-hmm. trick-or-treating, my niece and nephews were able to go without like 
having to wear giant coats underneath their costume. Last year, my niece wanted to be a mermaid, but she had to wear her winter coat underneath. So it was just like this, I don't know, it looked like a Michelin Man mermaid. And then she asked me to be a fish with her. So I just walked around with a giant fish mask on my head. It was awful. I love it. It smelled like the inside of a balloon. Oh, no. Gotta put that winter coat on. But my mom used to sew everything, like all of my costumes, so she would make it so the coat would look good under. Mm. But now I feel like not a lot of parents sew costumes, and I don't blame them because that's a lot of work. I kind of sewed Marvin's costume. He was a bat. Josh was, um, he had one of those costumes where it was like, it looked like he was riding like a, a woolly mammoth, and then I was a yeti. But they didn't have Marvin's size of bat. Wings. The bat did not go with your Yeti I know. Yeah. theme. Target had very limited availability mm. for costumes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I, like, had to, like, take the little Velcro things off and, like, cut them and sew them. Aww. So, Do you, you're so handy with stuff like that. I am not good with stuff like that. Um, how was trick-or-treaters? Like, did you have quite a few? Because we only had two groups. Really? Yes. So... So I have never been in a city during trick-or-treating before because I grew up in a really small town. And so I was expecting, even with corona times, like still lots of people. So I made 80 grab bags. 80. You are so extra. I love it so much. And we maybe had like 15 kids come. Well, 15 is decent. We had two groups. And I was so excited to pass out candy because it's mm-hmm. our first year going. Normally, Same. we go to my sister's and we trick-or-treat with the kids. But because I wasn't feeling great, I was like, let's just stay home. And I went and got two huge bags of candy and had just two groups. And they didn't even say trick-or-treat. Aww. I was very sad about it. I was like, happy Halloween. And they're just like holding their bags. <laughs> I was like, you guys have to ask. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, so... It was still fun though, and oh, we yeah. definitely, um, yeah, we we dressed up for trick or treaters because we didn't have any parties to go to, and that's why kind of we did the Yetis and the Wooly because they were warm. Oh yeah, that's costumes. So we just sat outside, and oh, we, that's nice. yeah, we had our little Halloween playlist going, and we had you guys are so cute. <laughs> we had like a couple motion sensor things for Halloween this year, and the first kid came up and like oh. wouldn't even grab candy. And we live on top of a hill, so a right. lot of the times the parents would just send their kids up. They wouldn't go with them. Right. And I felt so mad, but yeah. That is, I had, my nephew went as a cat one year, but he ended up, we just said he was a scaredy cat because everything in the neighborhood just freaked him out. I feel like I ended up getting the majority of his candy for him because he wouldn't go up to doors or things like that. But I wore cat ears when I passed out candy. Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. Had to match the cats. And Arlo escaped the first time. Arlo escaped with the first trick-or-treaters, so I had to run after him. And the one of the little girls was dressed as a crazy cat lady, and I felt like she was making fun of me. Because <laughs> you are the crazy cat lady? Yeah. Oh, I love it. What did you think of The Bachelor last week? Oh, I mean, ridiculous. I am so over Claire. Yeah. I know we've said that a couple times, but when Tasha came out of the pool at the very end, I literally was like, Woo! 
I know. Seriously. I'm so ready to get Claire out of there. I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand her brain. I think she needs therapy. And I'm not digging on therapy. Therapy is great. Everybody Mm -hmm. could use some therapy. I know. I love how she's been like, well, I've done the work. I'm like, girl, we're all still doing the work. You don't stop doing the work. Like it's always ongoing. I know. Yeah. She, I can't, I can't handle it. Yosef, that whole situation was ridiculous. Yes. Obviously he was horrible. Okay. So he was all complaining about like getting like the strip dodgeball being inappropriate and stuff and then did you see that he's an underwear sponsor for instagram now are you kidding me no i wish i was yeah like as soon as he got like um not voted off but sent home like this instagram like underwear company like posted like we're so excited to welcome our new ambassador yosef i could not handle that like dude obviously he messed up and that was awful like he sucks but the way she handled it you could tell that she was just waiting for her moment where she could say i use that line again you to be the father of my children i'm like i never thought i would have to say this again yeah she was like you could tell during quarantine or whatever, she had been practicing that in front of her mirror for weeks. She, like, had it in her back pocket. Yes, like, I I'm going to bring this back. The whole time she talks, I just roll my eyes. Yeah. And her yeses are, like, moans. <laughs> we, can cut this. we can cut this out, too, if it's inappropriate. But I feel like when somebody's talking to her, she's like, yeah. <laughs> god and i it drives me yes bonkers um everyone has kind of been not everyone but some people have been having some negative feedback about tasha's intro being so seductive but but did you see what she posted no she posted a video of her like freaking out in her living room and captioned it as like when your tits look so good on national tv so if she's good for it, I like, mean, look at the intros of Paradise. They're all like that. Oh my so God. it's, yeah. I had no, I wasn't worried about it I at all. I thought it was badass. Yeah, she looked cool. Okay, so today we are talking about. Do you want to go to sponsors first? Oh, yeah. Let's take a little trip to see our sponsors. Let's take a trip to Sponsor Town. Was that terrifying? <laughs> We'll be right back. (laughs) Head Table Talk is sponsored by MC Brow and Lash Studio, a Des Moines-based studio. MC Brow and Lash provides services like keratin lash lift and tint, brow design, lash extensions, and more. And if you're like me and you're low maintenance and want to roll out of bed and look like a normal human, I highly recommend Morgan is incredible. We've both gone to Morgan for her services and... We're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the keratin lash lift. And I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. So if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment. And you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. 
Table Talk is sponsored by No Clue How to Podcast, a new podcast where two cousins, Megan and Whitney, are experiencing a pandemic and wanting to laugh again. Laugh along as they talk bad 90s fashion, embarrassing stories, uterus cakes, and more. Follow them on Instagram at No Clue How to Podcast and listen wherever you find incredible podcasts. And we're back. Yes. So, <laughs> this episode is just, we're all over the place, yeah. guys. It is the end. It's November. Busy season is winding down. So, Allie and I are yeah. just, our yeah. brains are just mush. Yeah. So, thank you for sticking with us today. Hopefully, if you're still listening. Hopefully, you're laughing along because we are a shit show. Excuse my French. I love it. Okay. So, today, we are diving into wedding traditions and kind of where they come from i always run across like these buzzfeed listicles and stuff and i think they're just fascinating to like learn about where all these random wedding traditions come from and how they've adapted to today's culture yeah i love a good listicle and you meredith has done all the work on this part of it so i'm just here to enjoy the ride i can't wait to see what you brought to the table okay so i have five kind of more in-depth ones and then we're going to do some 10 just kind of fun facts okay sound good Mm -hmm. okay so the first one is bridesmaids bridesmaids not the movie so bridesmaids date back to the roman era and some say to biblical times because in the book of genesis Jacob's two wives were escorted to their weddings by handmaidens. Handmaids. Handmaids, too. Handmaids, <laughs> yes. Um, they were originally um, supposed to dress similarly to the mm. bride in order to confuse exes or evil spirits. Because it confuse was... Confuse exes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so it used to be like tradition, not tradition, but back in these older times exes would come and try and kidnap the bride like the day of the wedding could you imagine right i know yeah like it's your wedding day and your freaking ex-boyfriend <laughs> comes up and tries it to kidnap you of the episode of the office when angela gets taken from her house no legit yeah yeah it's like best mensch bestest mensch bestest mensch yeah so it was literally so like they all all the bridesmaids used to wear white to try and confuse them so basically that's what your bridesmaids were for that's so that's the new trend now too is white oh yeah i thought you meant dress. to pick bridesmaids that look like the brides <laughs> yes i only like screw your friends you just have to pick people that look like you I only had five foot four brunettes <laughs> that were so hot just like me <laughs> Oh my goodness. So then eventually, um, it kind of, obviously, people weren't getting kidnapped anymore. (laughs) Um, And they realized that spirits actually don't, you know, harm you on your wedding day. I wonder when that ended. Like one day an ex was just like, you know. Not today. Not today. I'm going to let her have this one. (laughs) I can't handle that. Um, So eventually it became that the size of your bridal party. So your bridesmaids were to show like your sign of wealth, like the bigger your bridal party, the wealthy you, wealthier you were. So. So I lied at my wedding because I had eight bridesmaids. <laughs> <laughs> 
and that is in no way a comparison right. to my health. So because you've had health, eight wealth. and I am only having four, that means you're twice as rich as I am. Yeah. Yes, obviously. I don't even know why I hang out with you. You're so... <laughs> so Will you be my sugar mama? <laughs> yes. Sugar baby. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little bit about bridesmaids. Fun. Yeah. I like it. I like the kidnap thing and I think we should bring it back. I think so too. You should come kidnap me on my wedding day. I'm not your ex though. True. Would your exes come for you? I hope not. I'm not saying I have a lot of them, but I don't want to see any like of them on my wedding day. I feel like my exes would be running away from the wedding, not towards the wedding. Right. Yeah. Like That's why they're exes. Exactly. Okay. So next, the best man. Mm, bestest mensch. Bestest mensch. Kind of a similar storyline here so in some cultures men would kidnap or steal the brides right um typically like if the family members didn't approve and so your best man is supposed to be your strongest most agile friend in order to do that and to also um stand next to you in case the bride to also fight off the exes that were coming this to kidnap. Is, this is ridiculous. I am picturing like a football field of like them sprinting and trying <laughs> ex-boyfriends to like ex-boyfriends and the best man just up there like people <laughs> off. <laughs> it does not sound like your most wonderful day ever. It sounds like it's really, really stressful. Like terrifying. So when you're wedding planning now and you think that it's stressful now, imagine yeah. that everyone is just trying to steal you. Yeah, now imagine all that added stress and then adding the stress of I might get kidnapped today. What happens when they kidnap you? I don't know. I didn't read about that. <laughs> You're just gone? Yeah. Like, just done. Were people successful in this kidnapping? I guess. If they had to have best Can man and bridesmaids. Even higher on this question? <laughs> so yes. So the groom would pick his strongest friend to also fight off people from trying to kidnap the bride. I feel like that's true for us yeah joe's, was joe's best man his yeah, strongest friend? austin is his cousin and he is very strong yeah and single and going to be a doctor if anybody is looking hey there you go <laughs> hi austin i know you listen <laughs> josh isn't having a best man really yeah he said he couldn't pick one of his friends over the others Aww. i know that's very what's his enneagram <laughs> he's a six I don't know what that is. He's very loyal. Loyal. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. So um, it would also be your strong friend in case the bride tried to escape on her own to like chase her down the aisle to make sure. I mean, you gotta protect to get... that free will there. You know, yeah. you gotta trap her down, lock her down. Yeah. So the ultimate wing woman or wingman. Wingman. Yeah. And that's why um, he stands closest to the groom. And it's also why the groom's men all stand on the left side of the church because usually the right hand is the strongest so they could grab her with their strongest hand. What in the world? I know. Isn't <laughs> that crazy? Can you imagine going to run and somebody just, the best man just tackles you? Tears your dress. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Wild. Isn't it crazy? That yeah. is so crazy. Okay. Number three. Why white dresses? virginity you would think so actually it started off as red dresses and it still is that way in many parts of the world 
it wasn't until actually Queen Victoria wore a white dress because that was her favorite color. And she, yeah, so she wore this gigantic, white, beautiful dress. Um, and then eventually, like with bridesmaids, um, the symbol of a white dress showed wealth. So, oh. and it just became like a trend, like she was a trendsetter. So then everybody started to wear white dresses like Queen Victoria. I love that. Yeah. I love the idea of a red dress too. Yeah. I Whenever I hear red dress, I think of that Jonas Brothers. Oh my goodness. Have you red dress, red dress. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh goodness. Um, yeah. That I... I did feel pretty wearing white. I feel like I don't wear white often, mm-hmm. so it does feel like it's special. Do you feel like as a wedding photographer, too, you have, like, no white in your wardrobe? Yeah. I only really wear black. Yeah. Or, like, muted colors. Mm-hmm. Like a- I do, like, a white sweater or cream sweaters, True. but I never wear, like, white dresses, white pants. Oh, goodness, no. No. White pants. Never. No. So, yeah. White dresses. Um, number four, the bridal bouquet. Mm. This one might be my favorite, actually. So in ancient Greece, brides would carry mint and marigolds because they were supposed to be an aphrodisiac. Ooh. So basically, bridal bouquet started to turn your man on. Mint turns people on? I guess it's an aphrodisiac. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If that's the case, let's start throwing oysters into our bridal bouquet. Have you ever had an oyster? Yes. I've never done it. It looks mm-hmm. like a big booger. I don't like seafood. Me either. I only like fried fish. Okay. I don't like it at all. Really? No, nope, can't. Mm-mm. Nope. And Josh loves it. But when we went to our anniversary dinner, he had oysters, but they had like, um, kind of like, I don't want to say like a breading, but it was like a... Fried oyster. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, it, it was just kind of like a like melted cheese on top i do love cheese so i literally just like slid it down my throat didn't taste it at all you ate it at dinner Mm -hmm. oh yeah i have been i try all of joe's shrimp when he has it and every once in a while i really like it it's a big texture thing for me but my dad is used to be like a professional walleye fisherman so we always had fried fish growing up and i love fried fish Hmm. fun fact about me and i've won fishing competitions as a child i could see that could yeah. you yeah 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 josh and i love to go fishing um yeah everyone always says like oh you just haven't had good fish like i literally spent a week in canada fishing and tried the fish up there and i just i can't i can't do it that's all right is it yeah. the texture or the taste it's the taste the smell yeah it's yeah. just everything mm-hmm. so like that week in canada i literally just lived off of chunky peanut butter sandwiches you're a chunky peanut butter? That's all they had. Oh, I was going to say. It's Canada. I'm a I mean, creamy girl. Yeah, I love creamy. Um, okay, so yes. So, Prado <laughs> bouquets. Um, Romans actually held wheat because it was supposed to help with fertility or be like a sign of good fertility. I love so, that. Um, and then once the brides were in the safety of the arms of their groom... Um, they would toss the aphrodisiac to the ladies-in-waiting to attract other men. Hence why we toss bouquets today. These so. poor, helpless women that just needed the safety yes, of a I man. Know. Get into the arms of your man to be safe. <laughs> yes, so. that I really do like that the certain things meant 
something. And I wonder if people still do that today. Like if people have certain flowers or things that mean something to them in their mm-hmm. bouquets. Yeah. If only we had a florist on last week, we could have asked. Shoot. <laughs> Sophie, if you're listening, tell us. Yes. Um, okay. Last but not least, wedding rings. So I feel like a lot of people already kind of know this one, but it is said that wedding rings are obviously in a circle sign never of ending. never ending, but it's also placed on your fourth finger on your left hand because in the olden times, it was said that there was a vein that went straight from that finger to your heart called Aww. the vena amoris, which means the vein of love. I love that. I'm such a romantic. I didn't so, know that. I don't know if it's actually like true though. <laughs> Oh, if I thought you were saying what you just said, you're not sure if, if like, like I, I don't know if there's actually a vein. Yes, I understand yeah. that, but I thought you were just saying what that you've learned that wasn't true, and I was like, no, why did you say it? Then? No, 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 no. That's that's what people thought, but I don't know if there's actually a vein that goes. But it's a sweet little sentiment. We'll have to ask Austin because he's going to be a it's doctor. Be <laughs> His whole podcast is just to find someone that Austin will. <laughs> end up marrying it wasn't supposed to be like that but it's turned into it so there you go (laughs) okay we're gonna do some fast facts from these are all from the knot so not yes dot com love planning with a knot okay so they say that you're supposed to tuck a sugar cube into your glove because according to greek culture the sugar will sweeten your union oh i would love to wear gloves Mm-hmm. I've saw, she's some reality star, had gloves like over the elbow, and it looked really cool. Yeah, I did a wedding a couple weeks ago, and she wore gloves. Really? Mm-hmm. It's That's really so sweet. cool. Did she put sugar in there? No. You should have just taken a Splenda packet and like <laughs> when she wasn't looking, <laughs> sweeten up your marriage. <laughs> Okay, in English tradition, Wednesday is considered the best day to marry. <gasps> That's the day we got married. Oh, there you go. Um, although Monday is for wealth and Tuesday is for health. But they said Wednesday was the best day. For love. Yeah, for that love. I think my parents got, or my parents, my grandparents got married on a Wednesday. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was, but I've heard that ever since we did get married on a Wednesday, people have said that. You totally planned it that way. Oh, yeah. Just plan this pandemic for that. <laughs> um, for good luck, Egyptian women pinched brides on their wedding days. Pinched? Mm-hmm. Imagine. <laughs> it's basically like St. Patrick's Day on your wedding day. I kind of, now that I'm not going to be a bride again, I am down for this. No. No. <laughs> I please. will come pinch you. No. Absolutely not. I can pinch with my toes. <laughs> It's true. It's so weird. Do you do a lot of things with your toes? Yeah, I can pick stuff up. Oh. I can throw things with them. Wow. Yep. Goodness gracious. I could probably... I'm just going to move on from that because I'm a little disturbed. (laughs) I'll I'll show you sometime. Finnish brides traditionally went door-to-door collecting gifts in a pillowcase accompanied by an older married man who represented long marriage. (laughs) So you go... Trick or treating <laughs> with this old dude <laughs> that isn't your husband to represent long marriage. 
That's incredible. And what kind of gifts? I don't know. Incense, myrrh, frankincense. <laughs> That's Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? Imagine that if just so like a bride strange. showed up at your door and like, I want my gift now. This was an old man. <laughs> the old man. <laughs> like, I feel like it would be like her grandpa or something, nope. right? Just no. a random old man she found on the street. In the market. Okay. A pearl-shaped engagement ring is said to be bad luck because it is the shape of a teardrop. Pearls are the shape of a... I thought they were round. Um, you know, like the, like, like the little point at the end? Oh, yeah. a pear shape. Right? Oh, yeah. I read that wrong. <laughs> Ooh, yes. I hope you're not listening for the first time to this episode. I know, go back to the beginning. <laughs> um, the most expensive wedding ever. What's your guess? Mm, 40 million. 44 million. I was pretty That's, close. Yes. Um, the marriage of Sheikh Rashid bin Saeed al Classic Sheikh I'm gonna Rashid. Try. Yeah, I tried was married to a princess in Dubai in May of 1981, and the price tag was $44 million. Back in 1981, mm-hmm. too. So that was, I mean, in today's money. <laughs> it was so long ago. <laughs> it's got to be $400 million. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> now it's $45 million. Oh, my God. Yeah, could you imagine? No. Like, what would you do with all that? Like, what do you spend it on? Like, you'd fly everyone in. Right. You'd probably, like, get them their own house with a pool to stay in for the weekend. We would have totally sprung for, like, Thelma's ice cream sandwiches instead of cooking. That's it. <laughs> that Okay, that's an extra, like, what, 500 bucks? What do you do with the mm-hmm. other 43900000 I would hope that it was, like, a long trip. Somewhere tropical. Well, I also think um, traditional Indian weddings are also a full weekend celebration mm. as well. Um, I know, like, Nick Jonas and Priyanka, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> bring the Jonas Brothers back in. It's it's a whole weekend long That's celebration. That's so cool. So I really want to photograph a wedding like that. I think the outfits and everything, it's and the traditions are all so mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, our company did one a couple years ago. I didn't do it, but our company did. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So, something old, mm-hmm. something new, something borrowed, something blue. We all know about those. So, the something old stands for continuity and a long marriage. Okay. Something new shows optimism for the future. Perfect. Something borrowed symbolizes borrowed happiness, mm. I guess. And something blue represents purity, love, and fidelity. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know. I guess I didn't know what blue meant and yeah. or borrowed, I suppose. But I assumed what... Old and new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. have blue shoes. Hey, I put my blue shoes blue on. Blue suede shoes. Oh, like you. Queen Victoria. And this bitch again. She's a trendy, <laughs> trendy setter. setter. Um, her wedding cake weighed... 300 pounds that i can't imagine like was it tiered i don't know you didn't look it up no (laughs) i'll look it up before (laughs) and i'll put it on our instagram 300 pounds of wedding cake that's incredible i wonder if it was all one flavor if they did multiple (laughs) that's what i'm thinking of was it marbled i know i'm like is it whipped frosting (laughs) or sugar oh goodness um so 
An old wives' tale. If the younger of two sisters marries first, the older sister must dance barefoot at the wedding (laughs) or risk never landing a husband. (laughs) I say we bring this back. Yes. (laughs) Every wedding, make the older sister dance barefoot on the dance floor. I mean, generally, I'm always dancing barefoot on the dance floor, too. But But by herself. Yes, we need it to be by themselves. (laughs) I love that. What song would you dance to? Only the single lady. Yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> okay, last fast fact. The Catholic tradition of, um, this one's awful, of, you know, like announcing your engagement in the newspaper, yeah. otherwise known as posting bans, um, originated as a way to ensure that the bride and groom were not related. <laughs> that's smart. <laughs> So, like, people would come forward and be like, you can't get married. The fact that that was a thing means people who were getting married to their relative a lot. Yeah. Like, something really bad had to happen where, like, that like, had no, to be No, put gone. it in the paper. Yeah. From now on, wedding announcements in the paper. That is too... How would you, like, is it mass produced all over? Like, Well, I mean, like, just in the areas. You I know? suppose, but wouldn't you already know? You would think. You would think. I don't know. I suppose. It's obviously something had to happen. So Yeah, so that's just a little behind the scenes about wedding traditions. Thank you for doing that. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Like (laughs) I really want to kidnap brides and have the the sisters dance barefoot. Barefoot. I wanna bring those back. Okay, so now we're going to transition over to some listener questions. Yep. We had some people write in, and then we found some of our own as well. Yes. So I'm going to ask a question first. What was the hardest part for both of you through wedding planning? Everything. For me, yeah, I mean, with COVID, COVID, it was everything. But outside of COVID, I would say there's a lot of stuff you can't do until the week of and I'm such a planner that putting stuff off until then was stressful but I think the important thing is having a good plan in place for that week so you don't feel stressed and to delegate things to do yeah which I'm bad at because I I don't like to have help control (laughs) yes I don't know. Um, our, I would say mine and Josh's biggest disagreement to date mm-hmm. was booking the wedding band because, and we kind of talked about this in our episode with Marty, he wanted oh, yeah. more of like the party band that just played music. And I was like, no, we need a band that can also MC throughout the night as well. Um, and yeah, also just like trying to make things original and cool mm-hmm. and Kind of just figuring out, you know, what's for us and what isn't for us. Which is also the fun part, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, a lot of it is just, like, a waiting game of, like, yeah, just figuring things out as they go along. So, Uh, One of our listeners named Kristen said, why did you, or asked, why did you start the podcast? Meredith? Um, I, I mean, I can speak about myself why I wanted to start a podcast. Um. I've been an avid podcast listener, you know, kind of like everyone else since Serial came yeah. out. Um, I can very specifically remember flying to California with my sister, and it was when Serial was kind of first released. And 
um, you know, Bluetooth headphones really weren't a big thing back then. I think mm-hmm. it was like 2015. And so we were sitting on the airplane and like I had one earbud in, she had the other earbud in and we just binged it on our flights and yeah, I've been listening to podcasts ever since. And obviously working in the wedding industry, you know, that's kind of my area of special expertise. expertise, Thank you. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of been in the back of my mind for about two years on wanting to start a podcast, especially you know, geared more towards the wedding industry and kind of a place where other people can listen because there are so many things about the wedding industry where you just don't understand unless you're in it. Right. So, um, and then kind of in the past year and a half, I've really started to just listen to my gut. Mm -hmm. And if I feel something calling to me, just follow that feeling. Mm -hmm. And then um, when Allie and I met in... February, March Mm -hmm. of this year, you know, it was like, I mean, when we met, it was very kismet, you know, it was like right away we became really close friends. And then um, a couple months ago, I was hanging out with some very close friends of mine um, through the organization of Camp Climb. Go ahead and look them up. They're a wonderful group for, you know, entrepreneurial minded people and just really talked with them about you know again just listening to your gut and literally on my ride home from that I texted Allie and I was like yo you want to start a podcast with me and then we met up that next week and kind of got the ball rolling so that's kind of my mindset behind it if you want to yeah I I also love podcasts I feel a little bit guilty that I don't have a ton of silence in my life anymore because I'm constantly listening But I do also think it benefits me a lot because I learn a lot and I also laugh a lot. And I, not being boastful at all, but people have said that I should be on a podcast just because I can talk to anybody, which is definitely one of my talents. And so when you asked, I was like, yeah, let's do it. It seemed like a fun adventure to do. And honestly, why not? You know? Right. Yeah. And I feel like, again, not to be boastful for us, like we're a good fit together. Yeah. You know, we're kind of in similar life stages right. and I just love hanging out with you. I like so. hanging out with you too. Yeah. yeah no. Um, that was the, my next question was how did we meet? Yeah. Do you want to? I'm trying to think of. Yeah. So I remember. How we said. Oh, it mm-hmm. was Morgan. Yep. So, um. I was getting my lashes done by Morgan and I just told her I was a wedding photographer and she's like, oh, like my friend's coming in after you. She's also a wedding photographer. And so I followed Allie and like messaged her. I was Mm -hmm. like, hey, this is weird, but like our lash lady set us up. Um, And then we kept like going back and forth, like trying to set up a time to get coffee. And then we're both in a Facebook group for photographers in Des Moines. And I threw out the idea in there to, like, exchange headshots with some girls. Yep. And then you messaged me and you were like, instead of coffee, do you want to go, like, do photos? Right. Yeah. And then we went and got, you got a margarita? Yep. So we went to Harvey's and, and did photos mm-hmm. together. And then, yeah, we were just talking. And I was like, it was kind of like a first date where I'm like, I don't want this date to end. I know. It felt like I had known you for mm-hmm. years. Yeah, yeah. So then we went, had some chips and salsa and... Yeah, and then just kept making plans and plans to hang out again. Yep, and our love affair started. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. Yeah. Um, we had another listener ask us a question. 
As photographers, do you like it when couples send you their Pinterest boards for weddings? It doesn't hurt. It does not hurt. It is something that I would say to people, like, obviously, if the style of lighting, you know, like, editing style is different, just, you know my editing style, I mostly look at it for poses, you know? Yeah, I look at it for poses and also, like... Like, feel. Yeah, like, themes of weddings and... If there's like something that's really reoccurring on there to make sure to right to notice that, but I would say um, also don't be like so attached to your Pinterest board no. because you don't want your photographer to be standing there and being like, oh, let me pull up your Pinterest board so we can recreate the shot exactly. So right. it's really good to kind of get a general idea, but also let your photographer do their thing. And those Pinterest those pins are their day. Your day is going to be different no matter what. Um, one thing I do look on there is kind of a theme of style. Are they looking for the more fun? Are they looking for the more formal? What are they really, I mean, hopefully it's somewhere in between right. towards the more fun side if you're booking me. And if it's mostly like formal standing shots, then that's a conversation that needs to be had prior. So it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. to, to see it. Right. And a lot of times Pinterest boards are also like, People start wedding Pinterest boards very early, like oh, yeah. even before they're engaged. So styles change right. and stuff. Um, we always ask for links to our bride's Pinterest boards. And I'll never forget, we did a wedding in April of last year. Mm-hmm. And the night before the wedding, the forecast looked awful. It looked like it was going to snow. And so I went to go look on her Pinterest board the night before, like I always do. And she was like last minute pinning like Aww. snowing photos and stuff. So I was like... Hmm, yeah, yeah, I felt that way too, so. That's nice. Okay. All right. Um, these are just some more fun questions. What is the most embarrassing thing that you've ever done or that's ever happened to you? I don't know. Oh, I have, I. Let's hear yours. I was trying to think of mine, um, and I asked Joe. If like you, at a wedding or just in general? No, just in general. These The rest of the questions are just kind of okay. like to get to know us questions. I, I will say. What? At a wedding a couple weeks ago. <laughs> they had, it was a beautiful venue. And they had like these drop down um, like screens, you know, mm-hmm. and had like a slideshow of like photos going. And it was behind the dance floor kind of as a backdrop in between the windows and I was taking pictures of the dances and I wasn't paying attention and I smacked my head oh. right into the side of it. Like, and like, there's no one sitting on that side. Everyone's on the other side. So they're all looking and I was like, that was pretty embarrassing. Oh my gosh. That is really funny. I don't get embarrassed too easy. Um, but I did back in the day, like before I gained some confidence and I was in show choir all throughout high school and we had a quick change into these t-shirts that said eagle's nest on them which was our school's thing but i quickly changed hence the title and when i went back out i was dancing and seeing people pointing at me i was like what is what's going on and i looked down and my shirt is on backwards. So everybody's out there with their shirts on the correct way. And when we turn around to like do a dance in the back or, you know, whatever, 
everybody could see Eagle's Nest on my back, and I was mortified. Oh my goodness. Which now seems like the stupidest thing to be embarrassed about, but when you're like 14, 15, you're like, oh, my life is gonna my end. My life. Yeah. Nobody will like me at this school. Yeah. I need to change schools. I was trying to think if there was any other thing, like, did I ever poop my pants or anything, mm-hmm. but I can't think of anything. Mm-mm. You don't have one? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't get get embarrassed very easily. I did. Um, I was photographing an Iowa State hockey game once, and I went out onto the ice during halftime to get some photos of like a game there, and I fell on my butt in front of everyone. Yeah, that. Yeah, that I didn't be... photograph any more hockey games yeah, after no, that. I yeah, either. yeah, I was done. Do you have any more questions, or you want me to keep going? Go with ahead. These? Okay. Keep going. What would you name your boat if you had one? <laughs> My car's name is Jeepus Christ. Really? Because it's a Jeep. Jeepus Christ. Oh my goodness. Um, do other people name cars or is that mm-hmm. just us? 30% of people do. 30? Mm-hmm. I read that in a magazine in an airplane once. 50% of people make up fake statistics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would name my boat. I'm trying to go with like a pop. Yeah theme because i love a good pun i think i would just name it bruh 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 like we're going on the boat bruh (laughs) we're going on bruh i love that bruh bruh i feel like i would name it something like a normal like paul yeah (laughs) i would try and come up with like a really good punny name i know Mm -hmm. i should have asked you this prior so we could have thought of something no sorry uh what's the dumbest way you've ever been injured Mm-hmm. I fell off a slide. When you were a child or mm-hmm. an adult? Yeah. Yeah, I broke my arm. Really? Yeah. I've never... I've cracked my skull open a few times. I okay. Used, <laughs> I used to do this thing where I'd hold my breath until I'd pass out okay. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of stopped around the time I started having seizures. <laughs> Luckily... No more passing out. <laughs> no more seizures. Uh, had my brain looked at. Everything cool. But that's not the... I mean, that's a pretty dumb way. But the dumbest way I have ever injured myself is I was doing the soldier boy dance in my shower. What? And when I kicked my foot back, I sliced it on the bathtub faucet. Oh my gosh, by doing the soldier boy in the shower. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. As you guys can tell from this podcast, the the show choir, <laughs> the dancing in the shower, I was a very, very cool kid. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, I no, once got a bloody nose from sneezing so violently that i need myself in the face you just remind that is hilarious (laughs) but you just reminded me and they talked about this at my wedding my sister talked about this in my speech i once sneezed into a parking meter and gave (laughs) myself a concussion (laughs) oh my gosh yeah that's amazing and i also have fallen off a hammock and landed on the metal bar and gotten a concussion wow i so your lower ribs are attached by cartilage. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called floating ribs, I think. And I broke off the cartilage of the lowest two when I snowboarded for the first time. I'm a skier, and I tried snowboarding because I thought snowboarders were cooler. And they yeah, are. yeah, they, no, they're not. <laughs> 
skiers are definitely cooler. Mm. Um, yeah, so I broke the cartilage, and now, like, you can feel the ends uh, of my That makes me want to vomit. Yeah. I went snowboarding for the, once, and my ass hurt. Snowboarding's hard. So yeah. bad the next day. Skiing is much easier. It is much easier. And I've been skiing since I was in fifth grade, so... One, yeah, that it. just reminded me of one of my most embarrassing stories. I once went skiing. So in Dubuque, they have like two different ski slope places. And I went for a student night type thing. Fun. Yeah, skiing at night. Super cool. But I had never gone skiing before. It's and a lot harder at night. It is. And I went to a very wealthy school, um, but I was not wealthy. So a lot of these kids had been gone going skiing mm-hmm. their whole lives. And so I was like, well... I'm just going to try the bunny hill. And my friends left me because kids are dicks. And sorry if that was... No. (laughs) They are. (laughs) They are. And I took a wrong turn and I went down like a black diamond. Love it. No. I (laughs) fell and my ski popped off. Yeah. And I'm alone. I'm Mm -hmm. very small and kids are going past me laughing because I could not get my ski back on. Mm -hmm. So I'm just sitting in the snow crying. And that is why I will never go skiing with anybody that doesn't love me unconditionally. We should go this year. Go up to Boone. No, come on. Mm -mm. I don't know that you don't love me unconditionally. (laughs) I do. Do you know how many people I've taught how to ski? I know. So we took Josh Mm -hmm. to Boone once um, on my birthday and... He kind of learned there. And then we went to Colorado shortly after, which was kind of a mistake because you don't want to learn how to ski in Colorado. No. And it was so funny because I, I love you, Josh. I really do. But he kept falling. And my sister and myself and her husband, we've all been skiing and snowboarding for many, many years. And Josh just kept being like, is anybody else sweating? Yeah. And we're like, no, Josh, it's only you because you had to keep getting up. <laughs> I know. I I really haven't gone much since then because it was so traumatic it, yeah it's so i went fun, with my though. sisters once when i was older and i went backwards down the hill into a forest like not i am on purpose not on purpose i am i did that once i accidentally got stuck backwards uh, underneath an evergreen tree no but. it's terrifying and it's cold and you get snow in between your mitten and Mm-mm. i'm very particular about it i always have to put my gloves on first and then my coat doesn't it when you fall doesn't matter Snow well, is gonna get in between. I don't want to be one of those people. It's gonna get on your wrist. Good gear. Like yeah. my mittens, like attached to my coat. See now. Yeah. You're gonna get snow in your boots. You're gonna get snow on well, your. We wrist. can just agree to disagree. It is my favorite winter activity. I will go down on an inflatable tube, there but you I go. S- still don't love it. <laughs> it is cold. It's so cold. Okay. What's the most useless talent you have? I know a lot of bad dad jokes give me one why don't the skeletons go trick-or-treating why because they have no body to go with i heard a skeleton uh why are skeletons so calm because they don't have a funny bone no because nothing gets under their skin hey why do (laughs) why is one side of you know a flying V of birds? Mm-hmm. You know how, how one side is always longer than the other? Why is that? Do you want the actual question, answer? or? Because there's more birds on that side. Shut up. 
<laughs> I've won multiple hula hoop contests. Really? Mm-hmm. You got that good hip action? I used to. I don't know if I still could do it. I haven't, I haven't hooped in a while. Hooped. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any useless talents. You're I'm not a talent person. Yes, you are. I'm a good photographer. Yeah. But, like... That's a useful talent. Yeah. Yes. Like, I don't have any, like, weird little quirks. Like, I can't whistle. Nor- like, I mean, I can whistle, but... I... Can you whistle a tune? Um... <laughs> The only, like, tune that I ever do is my grandpa used to have a specific whistle. He would go, Aww. that was just his whistle. That's sweet. Yeah. Okay, last question. Have you ever met anyone famous? Yes. I have not, so I am... Really? I don't think so. Well, we photographed Ashley and Jared from The Bachelor, if you consider them famous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I <laughs> met them. Yeah. Photographed their engagement session. Were they sweet in person? Oh, they were so nice. Yeah. Yeah. They were the nicest. They were so cool. And they were also like, you could ask us anything about The Bachelor. Like, you know, we're very, you know, it gave us the life we have today. So we're not ashamed of it. You can ask us anything. Yeah. They were so cool and very, very sweet. Yeah. We still kind of talk to them to this day too. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, We should get them on the pod. Yeah. Ashley, if you're listening, I know you have a very, you know, successful podcast Mm -hmm. of your own. Um, Maybe someday. Hashtag goals. I saw Shia LaBeouf in a subway. That in a subway, like the restaurant? No, (laughs) when I lived in New York. I'm over here thinking that Shia's getting a foot long. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably like a meatball marinara type person. He is. He plays it fast and loose. I love me some Shia LaBeouf. Joe loves holes. Yeah. We always quote, but grandpa, I don't want to dig holes. It's Christmas. <laughs> and the grandpa goes, well, that's too damn <laughs> That is a quote that is said in this household <laughs> on a weekly occasion. That's uh, a great movie. It Very is a, underrated. It's a really great movie. I love holes because of the fact that his last name is his first name spelled Stanley Yelnas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a great movie. But if, who's supposed to carry Madame Zeroni up the mountain? That was spot on. I felt like I was <gasps> looking at her. Oh, my gosh. She did used to give me nightmares as a kid. She was kind of creepy. Yeah, she was. And what's the um, the guy who's always like, I can fix that. <laughs> I can fix that. That is also said in our household <laughs> a lot. And the peaches. I'm trying to think of what other quotes we say. Oh, did you ever watch the fairy odd parents? Of course. Fairly odd parents. We always say, fairies! (laughs) Dinkleberg! Oh oh my gosh, I think we need to end this. What are you toasting to this week? Um, I'm going to toast to pumpkin carving this week. Oh, no, you cheated. I messaged your husband. Um, I slid into your husband's, not your husband, your fiance. Fiance. I slid into him, his DMs because I think people that use tracing things are cheaters. I'm not creative. And I just, you are creative. You're a photographer. I I can't draw anything. Like I, I can't. And like, I would just rather not think about it and just do it. You know, I suppose I like when people aren't good at it either it makes it funny to last see. last year i did a really bad one so this year i was like i'm just gonna trace and yeah josh 
kick my butt in those Instagram polls. What one was yours again? I did the zombie hand, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I agree. And then um, the one that just said trick or treat, which I thought was cute. What was the... He did... Josh did the Haunted Mansion, which beat my zombie hand because I, I think it was just... zombie. Yeah, I think his was just, like, more intricate. Mm. And then he did Bats, and I think it won because I put the name freaking Bats. I, I picked Bats. Because of the name? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just because I, I like Bats. Okay. I don't like Bats. Um, To go back, one more thing before we end this episode. Um, We... A lot of, like, our block is up on, on top of a hill... And the sidewalk mm-hmm. is at the bottom of the hill. And a couple houses down, they literally had a PVC pipe shoot I for trick-or-treaters. somebody's yeah. Instagram. Yeah, that is so genius. smart. We um, should do that. I am going to toast to you, actually. Why? Uh, sorry, I just had a bubble in my throat. Um, I'm going to toast to you because, honestly, I've kind of been having a rough weekend day. <laughs> year (laughs) no I just haven't felt great and my anxiety has been higher and I needed something that was gonna fill my cup up and this did that I needed to laugh and this Mm. really helped me and I appreciate you you're so sweet well technically your cup is empty because we drank all of our tea we have nothing to cheers with Mm. well thank you all for listening I hope this episode was bearable You definitely got a look into our friendship. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so please, please, please rate, review, subscribe, screenshot these episodes, post them on your stories. We love, love, love to see that people are listening yeah. and are enjoying or, you know, just laughing along with us or laughing at us. Mm-hmm. So. We appreciate it so much and share it with your friends. Um, we have some really, really cool guests coming up. Very excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. We're actually pr- pretty booked out for a while, which is, it's just so crazy mm-hmm. that this thing has kind of taken off how it has. And yeah, we appreciate Mind is blown. everyone that has supported us. Um, today is election day. Before we go, I just want to say today's election day. And we are both big on voting. Absolutely. And we would... Not this isn't a political thing. I just want to say get out there and vote. Yes. There are many people in this world who wish that they could have a say in their government. So just vote. All right. We will see you all next week. Bye.